the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. This is serious stuff. We believe you're messing up America. You can pay attention for a couple of minutes. It's time for Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and welcome to my world. A world where we take a look at our thinking. A world where we know thyself. A world where we live a self-examined life. A world where we're under construction. Working to be a little bit better today than yesterday. A little bit better tomorrow than today. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to go a little Robin Williams on you. You know, Robin Williams was a funny man, uh, but Robin Williams was also a a scarred man, a broken man. Matter of fact, if you want to study comedians, uh, man, they are some of the most uh, pain-filled people in the world. Uh, And that's where they turn to comedy, comedy to break the chain of pain, to break the concept of focus on their pain. Their pain is still there. It's still the basic reality of who they are. But what they do is the term is called mask. We self-medicate. We mask it. And Robin Williams, in his drug-induced early days, the Mork and Mindy days, he would have a saying, and he said, reality, what a concept. And really, that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, reality is an interesting concept if you think about it. You know, reality is actually defined as the world or state of things as they actually exist as opposed to an idealistic or notional idea of them. Reality is the basis for everything we do or do not do. Think about this. Would you give your life for a lie? I mean, most people wouldn't give it for the truth, right? If someone says they love you, but you don't believe them, do you feel loved? In other words, are you loved? And most of you know exactly what I'm talking about. The answer is clearly no. And think about this now. We have this thing called the metaverse that we're going to talk about today. We have artificial intelligence. Uh, we have virtual reality. We have augmented reality, right? These are all actually sciences. So it is time to consider what is real. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, in this hour of power, we're going to actually talk about reality. What a concept. And I've said this for years. If you've been listening to this radio show, nobody responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality. It's kind of like with truth. You know, people say that truth is relative. Well, what's true for you might not be true for me, right? People say that. Well, can I suggest that reality is no different. Nobody is responding to reality. Now, some of you make up stuff. 
So what you just heard me say is, wow, Black just said there is no reality. That's what? not what I said at all. I didn't say that at all. Nope, didn't do it. Wouldn't it be prudent, right? I didn't say that. What I said is nobody responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality. And I'll give you an example. In other words, it's an alternate reality. It's the metaverse. It's the augmented reality. It's a virtual reality. But we didn't need for sci-fi to become real sci, right? We didn't need that. We don't need Rod Serling to show up with the, around the corner and say, tune in, right? He doesn't need that, right? I'll give you an example. I mean, you would believe that we're smarter than an animal, right? Yet, our brains have similarities. So, I shared this before, but get ready for this. The metaverse is already here for cows. Yep, that's true. So, here's the article from January 10th, 22, uh, from Kotaku.com. I don't know what that is. Kotaku.com. It says, cows in Turkey, those lucky cows, are entering the matrix to create more milk for humans. And 2022 is off to a weird start. So in Turkey, this is the article, a rancher has begun putting virtual reality headsets on some of his cattle to see if the animals produce more milk when they, get this, when they believe. So what he's doing is he wants to alter the reality of what's really going on and make them believe that they are outside in a nice sunny field. And early results from the experiment are positive. But the actual sight of seeing a cow living in the metaverse can produce more milk for humans is sad. <laughs> this guy is talking about uh, He was shocked when he saw it. So as reported by The Sun and Turkish news outlet Anadolu Agency, the VR virtual reality cows, a.k.a. cyber cows, are owned by this guy, a cattle breeder and rancher living in uh, Aksare, Turkey. Because the cattle are trapped indoors during severe winter. So get this, outside, it's snow on the ground. It's, it's Chicago snow. It's uh, Detroit snow. It's snow. And the cattle are trapped indoors in these little areas because it's freezing outside. So the idea was to use virtual reality to trick the cows into thinking they were actually outside. And here was the hope. They would be happier. And if they're happier, right, that's just a mental state they would produce more milk, right? Sounds kind of silly, right? The VR headsets were reportedly first tested in Moscow before making their way to Turkey and were developed in coordination with vets to ensure the cows are safe. So this, this vet, I mean this uh, rancher, used the VR devices on two cows so far and the results are positive, even if the actual system is very, quote, dystopian and weird. Ready for this? The cow's milk output has gone from 22 liters to 27 liters a day. Wow. And that's stunning. A 20% increase. See, no one responds to reality. We respond to our map reality. For those of us who believe in God, we're willing to sacrifice everything. For those that don't, you think we're stupid, right? There's a great poem called Only One Life uh, Twill Soon Be Passed by C.T. Studd. And this person who wrote this, who believes this, would have to have the reality that God is God and everything else is everything else. It says, two little lines I heard one day traveling along life's busy way, bringing conviction to my heart and from my mind would not depart. Only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Only one life, yes, only one. Soon will its fleeting hours be done. Then in that day, my Lord to meet 
and stand before his judgment seat. Only one life twill soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Only one life, the still small voice, gently pleads for a better choice, bidding me selfish aims to leave into God's holy will to cleave. Only one life twill soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Only one life, a few brief years, each with its burdens, hopes, and fears, each with its clays I must fulfill, living for self or in his will. Only one life twill soon be passed, only what's done for Christ will last. When this bright world would tempt me sore, when Satan would a victory score, when self would seek to have its own way, then help me, Lord, in joy to say, Only one life twill soon be passed, only what's done for Christ will last. Give me, Father, a purpose deep, in joy or sorrow, the word to keep, faithful and true, whatever the strife, pleasing thee in my daily life. Only one life will twill soon be passed, only what's done for Christ will last. Oh, let my love with fervor burn, and from the world now let me turn, living for thee and thee alone, bringing thee pleasure on thy throne. Only one life twill soon be passed, only what's done for Christ will last. Only one life, yes, only one. Never let me say, Thy will be. Now let me say, Thy will be done. And when at last I'll hear the call, I know I'll say, Twas worth it all. Only one life twill soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. And ladies and gentlemen, it comes down to a bunch of BS. It's belief system. Everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system, and that belief system creates our reality. And what we're going to learn today is reality. What a concept. I'm Black, and we'll be right back. It was I who first discovered how to make a man impotent by hiding his hat. Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Don't get caught out in the cold this winter. 
take advantage of full-service batteries, winter battery, and charging system check for your car. They'll keep you safe in freezing temperatures. They can also help with your snowmobile, ATV, tractor, or deep cycle battery for ice fishing shacks. They offer the lowest prices in town on batteries, and they'll even professionally install them. Stay safe this winter with a powerful new battery installed by Full Service Battery. Call them today. Just go to FullServiceBattery.com. That's FullServiceBattery.com. Wake up with the Freedom 1570 Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint in a detailed yet concise manner. Sign up at Freedom1570.com. Just use the keyword subscribe. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. I am black. Welcome to Orc. No, you're here. You're still on the same planet. But you are in the world of Mr. Black. And you know what's interesting about the world of Mr. Black? We cut all the fluff. We live in a fluffy world, don't we? We cut the fluff and we get to the meat and taters. We get to the the foundation, if you will. Because if you're going to make any lasting change... You really must start at the foundation, or at least below the foundation, to, to put a solid foundation in there. And really, reality is the basis for everything. You know, that's why I love what I do. You know, you can go to likeitmatters.net and read about it. You know, I take people, and in 48 hours, in essence, we have them change their reality. Uh, and I don't mean uh, we make up some fake reality, or there's no VR or AR or, or uh, you know, metaverse stuff going on. We basically unpack our belief systems, and I create an environment where people can be pushed, can be taxed, can be squeezed, uh, and they learn a lot about themselves, number one. Number two, they clean up a lot of things from their past, which makes the future different. Uh, And number three, we reframe some things because sometimes we don't need to get rid of something. We just need to clean it up. We need to prune it. We need to reframe it that up until now it has not been serving us well. And the basis for all reality is our belief systems. Everything we do or do not do is driven by our belief systems. And yet most people don't know what they believe. Uh, they don't know the, the beliefs that they have in there. A lot of people don't know how they got certain beliefs. If you were to ask someone why they believe what they believe, you would get the cuz answer. Cuz. Cuz. See, when someone says cuz, they're not talking about a a genetic connection for your cousin. 
In other words, what they're saying is they really don't know why they believe what they believe. The Bible tells us we should have a reason for everything we believe, for the hope that we have. Can you give a reason for why you believe what you believe without bringing up Trump or without using the F word? I and in don't today's know. America, right? In today's America, it's almost impossible because we are doing this group think. We are doing this sheeple. And part of this radio show is to teach you what's going on behind the closed curtain, behind the door, because everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. By the time a child is five years old, Dr. Adler says this, by the time a child is five years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place, a majority of their base of reality. Now, what is this word reality? You know, it's interesting because in a way, reality is a nominalization. You know, I talk about those words called nominalization. They are a group of words inside the group of words called generalization. So if you were to look at the set called generalizations, uh, inside that would be a smaller set called nominalization. And what makes a nominalization a nominalization? How many times can I say that word, right? Uh, is that you cannot put it in a wheelbarrow. Right? You can't put success in a wheelbarrow. It's a nominalization, right? What's uh, successful for you and successful for me could be totally different. You know what? Based on what? Based on your BS. Based on your belief system. Based on what you consider real. See, right now you look around and you see all this temporal stuff. Stuff you can touch. uh, Stuff that you can buy and sell. Stuff that can hurt you. And so we believe that this is the world. But yet those of us who have been called out, we are the Ecclesiastes, the the called out ones, the church, we have a different belief system. We have a God operating system versus a flesh operating system. So I believe what is real is what you can't see. And what you can see is temporal. Yeah, it's real. It's going to be here for a little while, but this too shall pass. But every single human being you see out there, even though their carbon-based life form, their vehicle uh, might be six feet under at some point, them, their spirit, their essence of who they are will be somewhere else. And so what is reality? Reality is the sum or aggregate of all that is real or existent. Isn't that a great definition? Sum or aggregate of all that is real. But there's that word. What is real? Isn't that interesting? See, I tell people in my class the first night, you know, it's intense and they're not really liking me and they're wondering uh, if they're being punished because it's intense. I got two days, 48 hours to change your life and that's technically impossible. I don't have time to be your buddy. I don't have time to manzy pamsy. I don't have time to make sure you're not offended by anything. Not going to do it. Uh, Ain't going to do it. Want to be burdened, right? I got 48 hours, so the time is now. So I tell people to look at me. I said, look at me. I said, you might not like what I'm saying. You might not like the way I'm saying it. You might not even like what I'm saying. But I can tell you one thing none of you can deny, and they're waiting for this great uh, oracle, like awe, you know, epiphany. And what I say is, I'm real. And they're like, what a letdown. Of course you're real. And I say, then I say, how do you know I'm real? And they're like looking at me like, what, what is he talking about? What, what kind of crack is he smoking? <laughs> I go, how do you know I'm real? It's a real logical question. And this is where I use logic. So you know I'm real because you can see me, you can hear me, you can touch me, you can feel me. I smell nice. And if you were to take a big lick of my arm right now, it would probably taste a little bit like coconut oil or something like that, right? That's how you know I'm real. See, reality is a sum or aggregate of all that is real 
or existent within a system, as opposed to that which is only imaginary. The term is also used to refer to the ontological, what a great word, ontological status of things indicating their existence. In physical terms, reality is the totality of a system known and unknown. And so that was actually from Wikipedia. Now here is from the dictionary. Ready for this reality? I thought it was a good definition. The world or the state of things as they actually exist, as opposed to an idealistic or notional idea of them. But this is where it starts getting interesting now. Because with technology now, we've learned a lot about how our mind works. Remember, we got to realize that we have a brain, right? And it has many different functions. It has a left side and a right side. I believe the left side of your brain is when you think about your brain, that's what you're thinking about. The verbal, logical, analytical, uh, linear, scientific, mathematic, that's what most people think of. And then you have the right side of the brain, which I believe have those special endowments that make us human beings. Creativity, consciousness, emotion are all byproducts of the right side of the brain. So you got those two differentiators, but you also got this. You have an unconscious part of your brain and a conscious part of your brain. I mean, uh, the basal ganglia is an entire neural network that's number one job as part of the unconscious brain is to get you into a habit as quick as possible. Look it up. You got the reticular activating system, the RAS, where if you were to ever check out ADD, ADHD, you would come across the RAS. It is the brain's, uh, the unconscious brain's focal system. Whatever you set it on, you see. If you want to look, if you want to focus on racism, you're going to see racism everywhere. If you want to focus on hatred, you're going to see hatred everywhere. If you're going to focus on life ain't no fair, you're going to see how all the examples of life ain't no fair. If you're going to focus on life is hard, you're going to see examples. That's how you work. You're a machine. And so what we got to do is we got to realize how our brain works since it runs the sh- the system. Remember, we have a we're a three part being. Remember, we have a body. It's a machine. If you don't believe me, go a day without eating, see what happens. Go a couple days without sleeping, see what happens. Go a week without drinking any liquids, see what happens. It's a machine, right? If you eat late at night, every night before you go to bed, that machine's going to get bigger. If you limit what you eat and what time you eat it and what kind of things you eat, that machine's going to get smaller. There are rules to it. There are rules. And then you got the unconscious brain and the uh, conscious brain. Why do we need to know this? Because the brain runs the machine. You're, the battle's in the mind. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. And then the whole thing, the essence of who you are, is something called a spirit. Now, I know some of you choose not to believe in God. Because if you were to believe in God, that would then infer, imply, insinuate that you're a sinner, that you're broken, that you need help, blah, blah, all those things that your pride won't let you do. I get it. But even for those of you that refuse to believe uh, in a holy God, you do believe uh, that there's a bigger purpose for you. You do believe in this generic God or this whole kismet or karma, whatever you want to call it. But you know if those thing. things exist, somebody has to be running those things, right? So my whole point is this. The Irish Journal of Science... The Irish Journal of Science said that 40% of all memories are made up. See, when you're dealing with the human condition, if you're going to make any change, you must fun- focus on the unconscious brain. 
Because, see, the unconscious brain is running the ship. If we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously, then the rest is at the unconscious level. And here's the cool thing about the rules of the unconscious brain. You know how it operates? It treats everything as if. Your unconscious brain does not differentiate between Hollywood and reality. It treats it as if. If you want to look at the biggest um, uh, advances in swimming, all you got to do is go to the subconscious mind. Google it. Records are being broken. because, And what, where they're being broken is not in the pool. They're being broken by creative visualization. Read the book The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. Uh, it talks about Michael Phelps. And Bruce Bowman, the coach, would have him do a perfect sensory-based mental rehearsal in his mind from start to finish. Every single detail, what it smelled like, what it looked like, what it felt like, because the brain is a sensory-based organ. And right before he'd run a meet, coach would tell Michael, run the tape, Michael. And Michael would run the visualization. He'd go out and get a gold medal. He'd go up for swim. Coach Bowman would say, run the tape, Michael. He'd run the visualization. See, he's opening neural pathways. It's beginning with the end in mind. It's making something real. You're creating a track. And then all you do is you follow on that track. That's what the basal ganglia does. And, I mean, if you read the book, I highly recommend Power of Habit. So, again, I want you to realize no one responds to reality. What, what Michael Phelps did is he created a reality that this is how a perfect run goes. And then he just jumped into that rut. He just jumped into that pattern. He just ran the tape. And this is how we work as human beings. And that's what I do here on Like It Matters Radio. I pull back the curtain. I give you back control because, because between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. We'll be right back. Inside this room, all of my dreams become realities. And some of my realities become dreams. That's enough. Put down the mic. Listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule Ah oh man, winter's here, and I missed out on getting my roof done. Did you at least get your siding fixed? Nah, didn't get to that either. Well, I wouldn't worry. Just call JTR Roofing. JTR will give you an estimate and get your project on their calendar for first thing in the spring. There are a ton of roofing and siding companies. Why should I call JTR? First, check out their online reviews, like this one. JTR did the roofing and siding on our house. Fantastic. And conscientious workers. Okay. Or there's this one. I can't say enough about what great guys they are. JTR should be your first and last call. Hmm. Plus, JTR Roofing is also a locally owned company. They stand behind their work, and they'll be there for you in the years to come. JTR Roofing. Sounds like I better give them a call. Visit JTRRoofingInc.com. 
That's JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. JTR Roofing, Windows, Siding, and Gutters. JTRRoofingInc.com. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today, we are quoting Robin Williams, reality, what a concept. And no, we are not on a drug-induced trip. No, we are not even on a little make-believe little challenge. This is the reality of reality. It is what we make it. Uh, some don't get, you know, we're dealing with a few terms. First of all, let me give you a few terms here because I, I didn't know this. There is this thing called a metaverse. A metaverse is a virtual reality space in which users can interact with a computer-generated environment and other users. The metaverse is a term borrowed from science fiction which refers to a future version of the Internet accessed through immersive technologies such as VR and AR. Incredible. Headsets would isolate you from the real world, and I can't agree with that. He said adding headsets are simply annoying. So a guy who basically created this technology for uh, Sony for the PlayStation doesn't like it because he doesn't like the headset. But let me show you what these terms are. There's a few terms. Uh, first, artificial intelligence. you got to get that. That's basically computers learning to learn. That's what it is. Like Elon Musk said that we've uh, unleashed a demon because uh, we have computers that are 27, 24-7 are doing nothing but getting data input in them. They're learning how to think. They're learning how to process. They're actually teaching them how to have feelings, how to process emotionally. Uh, um, I saw this in Japan that there are grown men who have been married for 30, 40 years who have artificial intelligent dolls um, that basically live with them. They eat at the table. They share uh, their bed. Uh, they do all this. They are, they respond to them. They feel like human. They act like human. All that. This is going on. There are brothels around the world that it's all artificial intelligence. you got to get yes. this. It's stunning. Yeah, that the days of human interaction could be coming to a close, and no what? one would ever think about that, right? So AI, how about this? The rise of AI fighter pilots. I just got this from New Yorker magazine yesterday. It said on a cloudless morning last May, a pilot took off from Niagara Falls International Airport, heading for restricted military airspace over Lake Ontario. The plane, which bore the insignia of the United States Air Force, was a pre-purposed Czechoslovakian jet, an L-39 Albatross. All right? Why does that matter? 
because they were in a dogfight. See, here's what happened for two hours. The pilot flew counterclockwise around the lake. Engineers on the ground under contract with the Defense Department Research Agency had choreographed every turn, every pitch, every roll in an attempt to do something unprecedented, design a plane that can fly and engage in aerial combat without a human pilot operating it. Can you get that? This exercise was an early step in the agency's air combat evolution program known as ACE. So think about this. Algorithms. Algorithms are nothing more than patterns. Remember, the key to everything in life is patterns. That's what neurolinguistic programming is, patterns. Once you can identify patterns, then you have everything else you need. They're called algorithms in science. So algorithms are already good at flying planes. The first autopilot, you ready for this? The first autopilot system, which involved connecting a gyroscope to the wings and tail of a plane, 1914. Can you believe that? 1914, over 100 years ago, about a decade after the Wright brothers took flight. And a number of current military technologies, such as underwater mine detectors, laser-guided bombs, are autonomous once they are launched by humans. So it's all done by artificial intelligence, computers thinking. But few aspects of warfare are as complex as aerial combat. You ready for this? So uh, this guy said that the dogfight, you know, when two uh, planes fight in the sky, is probably the most dynamic flight profile in aviation period. So, a fighter pilot equipped with artificial intelligence could eventually execute tighter turns, take greater risk, and get off better shots than human pilots. Isn't it amazing? Think about this. In the case of this battle, they had a human pilot, a good, uh, one of the top pilots, go against artificial intelligence. And here's the quote. Ready for this? These much smaller autonomous aircraft can be combined in unexpected ways to overwhelm adversaries with the complexity of it. If any one of them gets shot down, it's no big deal. And here's the thing. It's unbeatable. It's unbeatable. Artificial intelligence can muster different combat skills at warp speeds, but the Pentagon must remain mindful of its limitations. You ready for this? The battle? They did five fights. Five fights between artificial intelligence and a top combat pilot. You ready for this? The machine won five to nothing. Five to nothing. Stunning. So you know about the metaverse, right? What it is? How about this? What is augmented reality? I've never heard of AR. Augmented reality is the technology that expands our physical world, adding layers of digital information unto it. Like augmented reality, you can go to see uh, Ronald Reagan give speeches in the Reagan Library, I've been told. Uh, you can see Whitney Houston uh, still in concert or people like that. And why? Even though they're dead. Why? Right? You got it? Augmented reality. They look like they're there. They sound like they're there. They look real. They sound real. But if you were to go put your hand on them, your hand would go right through them because they're nothing more than a mirage. It's an image. It is taking something that's not real and augmenting reality to make it look real. Isn't that stunning? So that's augmented reality. And we all know what virtual reality, right? Virtual reality is the use of computer technology to create a simulated environment. Virtual reality's most immediate recognizable component is the head-mounted display. And by the way, I've never done it, but my wife did, Val. A friend of ours has a, a VR headset. 
and she put it on just on the demo. She got freaked out. It took her to the top uh, of a building, uh, like uh, the Empire State Building, uh, and had her look down and had her on a cliff, and she freaked out, panicked. Yeah, she was just like that. She almost passed out. Now, here's the weird part. She knows she's in the house. She knows she's at someone's residence. She knows there are people all around her. But she straps on this headset that then takes over the unconscious mind. And so all of a sudden, her reality's been altered. Anybody get it yet? That's what we're talking about. And see, that's what we have the ability to do. We have the ability to alter our own reality. See, no one responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality. We don't respond to what is going on. We respond to what we believe is going on. And that's a big difference. And that's a big deal. And this is why the battle, this is why you've got to go back to the basics of your beliefs. What do you believe? Everything stems from that. I remember there's this famous, uh, this famous preacher, uh, Dr. Ironside. Uh, and he was one day speaking at an outdoor event. A man in the crowd, well-dressed, distinguished, uh, you know, had been hanging around and handed him his card. And this guy, after the, the Ironside read this card, he was a well-known speaker on agnosticism. On the back of the card was a challenge to come and debate him. And he, you know, this guy would ridicule the Bible, uh, would ridicule people who believed in an invisible God. And so he challenged Dr. Ironside to debate him in an open forum on agnosticism uh, versus faith in God. And so he read the front and the back as he's got this couple hundred people there. And then he decided to read the card out loud and told the audience of the challenge to come and debate. And he said he would based on one condition. He said, this man will bring, if this guy who challenged him to debate, all he has to do, here's the condition. He has to bring one person with him. He said, one man whose life had been destroyed by drinking and drugs, maybe by the way they lived their life, you know, living for the flesh, womanizing, doing all that. He's supposed to have one person whose life was destroyed and then went to listen to this sermon on agnosticism that changed their life forever, that it changed his life, and now he's, he's drug-free, he's alcohol-free, he's living a worthwhile life, he's living a purpose-driven life. He said, or, or bring me one woman whose life was destroyed by prostitution, by promiscuity, by drug use, who went on to uh, you know, talk about all the stuff, the bad stuff, and then after listening to his lecture on agnosticism, this woman was so moved, so stirred, that it forever changed her life, and she started living a noble life, a good life, a, a, a quality of life. And he said, he does that, and I promise to bring a hundred men who's had their lives transformed by the message I preach from the Bible. I'll bring a hundred women whose lives were transformed by the message I preach, right? And see, this is what I'm talking about. The fellow standing there who was going to saw pompous and cocky all of a sudden shrugged his head and walked away, discouraged because he knew he couldn't produce one who had been helped by agnosticism. It might free you from believing in God. But it's not a belief system that makes you go out and live a noble life. You just want to tell everybody else they're full of crap and they believe in a fake God. But it doesn't change your life. See, this is the power of our reality. This is why a mission statement is so important. This is why we've got to control the narrative. Everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And what's happening right now, there's a battle for your mind. 
There's a, we're supposed to think differently. And a lot of people, it's group think. We're told what to think. We're sheeple. And if you don't think like everybody else, you're attacked, you're belittled, you're put down, you're canceled. Uh, uh, you're uh, stunning. This is where you've got to deal with your own reality. You've got to decide, is appointed for man to die one time, then comes the judgment. We will be responsible for what we did with the truth. What did we do with our lives? And are you living your life in such a way, talk about this, uh, uh, Dr. Ironside, that is causing people to change their life? That's what I do at likeitmatters.net. That's what we do at likeitmattersradio.com. This is not a political show. This is not a I'm right, you're wrong show. This is about going to the nuts and bolts, going to the foundation, because everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And do you know what you believe? And do you believe it enough that you would give your life for it? So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're having you consider the question, reality. What a concept. Most of the actual fighting will be done by small robots. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Sightseeing in Paris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Your feet will stay warm in the cooler weather with insulated waterproof boots from Jets Shoes. Jets takes the time to measure your feet and make sure you have the right boots for whatever you're doing. Whether you need safety or regular toe styles, the friendly specialists at Jets Shoes know what will work for you. Shop a local 70-year family-owned store. Visit their Spring Lake Park location or online at JetsShoes.com. Remember, Jets Mobile Shoe Service can bring the store to you. If the shoe fits, you've been to Jets. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like Freedom 1570 on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career, I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. 
I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. This thing that we live in starves people. Your world frightens and confuses me. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. My world I live in is a world called reality. And if it scares you a little bit, uh, then you might want to consider, you know, fear is a great motivator. You can either confront it or run from it. And the time is now, ladies and gentlemen, to confront it. That's what we do. We got one life to live. That's all we got. And what are you going to do about it? How are you going to make it matter that the God of the universe breathed the life into that carbon-based life form? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, do it again and again and again? And without a supportive belief system, you will lose power. There are times I want to give up. There are times I wake up that I don't want to be on this planet anymore. Lord, get me out of here. How long, oh Lord? Just like the psalmist cried out. How long, oh Lord? Amen. Because my reality is based on God. It's based on the reality of I know who I am. I'm a child of God. I know that this is just the minor leagues. I know that there's something far beyond this. I know that Joel Olstein's full of crap. If this is my best life now, like his book says, I want my money back because this is not what I signed up for. I want more. How about you? Do you want more in life? Do you want more to your marriage? Do you want more with your relationships with your Amen. kids and intimate people, right? That's what we do. Get your butt in a class. 48 hours that will change your life forever. We'll be in uh, Las Vegas February 17th through 19th. We'll be in Dallas-Fort Worth March 3rd through 5th. Uh, we're going back to Minnesota uh, the end of March, March 31st through April 2nd. will be our first class in Minnesota in over two years. Um, we don't know if it's going to be St. Cloud or Bloomington. Uh, I think you guys have this town outside of Minneapolis called Bloomington, and uh, they're, they're fighting for our business. They go, no, no, we're conservative. No, we don't have all these rules, uh, liberal rules. So we might be closer to the uh, Twin Cities than I had planned. But we will be back uh, March 31st through April 2nd. Uh, April 21st, I'll be back in Dallas. And then May 12th, I'll be back in Vegas. So go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule. And you can get yourself in a class, I promise you, 48 hours that will forever change your life because it's going to change your reality to the real reality. Remember, transactional analysis says there's a stimulus and there's a response. Dr. Eric Byrne in, um, what is it, mid-60s, late-60s, right about time I was born, wrote a book, The Games People Play, a foundational book on transactional analysis, which is the study of communication uh, basically, Dr. Byrne took complex field of psychotherapy, uh, psychology, and put it into layman's terms. And this is what matters. You have a stimulus and a response. That's called a transaction, right? That's what communication is. Now, you got to get this. We want to blame everybody else. Uh, the spirit of offense is running America Day. We get our DNA checked just to see how what percentage of a victim we can claim to be, right? The spirit of offense is the bait of Satan. Nobody can make you angry. Nobody can make you shut down. You have to participate. And I'll prove my point scientifically. This is not about opinion. There's no book of opinion in the Bible, and I'm not really interested in sharing my opinion with you. I'm sharing science with you. There's a stimulus and there's a response, but the stimulus does not dictate the response. Here's why. 
your mind, this is how you're made, is six times faster than you can talk. So when someone says something or does something, what happens, because you're six times faster you can talk, you go to what you know. The Bible says a dog returns with vomit and a sow after cleaning herself returns to the mire. I always ask these two questions. Why does a dog bark? Because it's a dog. Why does a cat meow? Because it's a cat. That's why. Why do we sin? Because we're sinners. And so here's how we work. We go to what we know. We go to the past. Remember, the devil's the accused of the brethren. Remember, we live in a, with a Biden administration that wants you to live in the past, wants you to believe 1619, that this country was founded by slaves. And then in 1776, when we had the Revolutionary War, that was just to keep slavery intact. I mean, they're rewriting history, and you're supposed to believe it, and I'm the stupid one for not believing made-up history. Isn't that amazing? But notice no one responds to reality. What respond is our map of reality. And so just how the devil works, just how the Biden administration works, just how the prince of the power of the air works, he's always reminding us of our past. He wants to get us stuck in our past. And God wants us to look in the future, look for him, have hope, look up. And so here's what happens. Because our mind is six times faster than we can talk, when someone says something or does something, we go to what we know. The proverb says you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. We go to what we know. We go to our past. If you consider we have filing cabinets, we have a past, we have a present, our future. And let me suggest to you that most people have misfiled their past into their future. Because they're so wrapped up in the past, it dictates their future. And so what happens when someone says something or does something, we go to what we know. We go to our three channels, the visual channel, the auditory channel, or the kinesthetic channel. In other words, we see something based on our past. We hear something or say something based on our past and or we feel something, again, based on our past. And then based on that, what we do, then we respond. We're not responding to the original stimulus. We are responding to our narrative about the original stimulus. You got to get this. You're not responding to what they did. You're responding to your belief about what they did and why they did it. That's what's going on. And again, the perfect example is Jesus Christ. When he was being crucified by his pets, by his creatures, his words, first words of the seven things he said on the cross were, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Remember Dr. Victor Frankel, the father of logotherapy, that says man has a will to meaning. It says that suffering, even suffering, if you can find a purpose to it, it has value. It has value. I know it sounds strange to you. God cares how we struggle, how we suffer. And so when God was squeezed by his creature, what came out of him was love, forgiveness, mercy, grace, because that's what was in him. And so, ladies and gentlemen, no one responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. I remember years ago when I did a firewalk, the guy who was doing it told me a story about a Buddha. And he said, you know, when Buddha would start his training with his students, uh, he would tell the story. He would tell of a man, this uh, man who he had lost his wife, he had, lost, he had a couple kids, he had lost his kids, his wife in some type of tragic accident, uh, and he only had one son left, a young son. And it was just this man and the son, and they were, they were a team. I mean, this, his son meant everything to him because he had lost everything else. This and is so a man. his son was the greatest relationship he had in, in everything. It was, it was his throne. It was there. And so for one weekend, he had to leave town, and which was normal. He had to travel for business, and he told his son, I'll be back on this date. 
So as he's, he's heading off and as he's coming back, he this guy runs into him and says, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, the village. The village has been attacked by marauders. Bandits have attacked the village. They've, they've burned down the village. They've kidnapped all the people. They've killed or kidnapped people. Uh, most of them are dead. And it's like, oh, my gosh. So this guy runs back and still like a day's away. So he runs back to his village. Uh, and when he gets to the edge of the village, he just falls to his knee. He, he sees everything's burned, and he and he goes to find where his house used to be. And as he's sitting there in the in, where his house used to be, and there's just ashes everywhere, he falls down and just crying out loud, crying out loud. Uh, and he's wondering, my son, my son, did, did, was he kidnapped? Was he killed? And as he's laying on the ground, just beating the ground, crying out, all of a sudden he hits something. He looks up, and it's a pile of bones. It was his son's bones. His son was burnt to death, and there were his bones right there, and he just lost it. He cried for days, sat there and cried and laid on the ground and covered in mess. And finally, after crying there for hours, he picked up those bones and put them in a satchel. And night after night, he would cry himself to sleep and hold on to those bones of his son in that satchel. That was the most important thing in his life. And after about a year... Of this, you know, he was starting to move on emotionally. And one night in the middle of the night, after uh, falling asleep, he heard this bang on the door. And he's like, Who is that? He screamed out because it was unusual. And it was this voice that said, Papa, Papa, it's me, it's your son. Let me in. And the guy just starts losing it. How cruel. Who's playing a joke on me? My son's dead. And this went on for a few more minutes. And after a while, the person went away. Now, what the man didn't know was that was his son. See, his son wasn't killed. We don't know who the bones were, but his son wasn't killed. He was kidnapped, and he escaped from the bandits. And with that, Buddha would look at his students and say, so many times in life, we hold on to what we believe is true, that when the real truth comes knocking on our door, we won't open it to let it in. And ladies and gentlemen, this, uh, my show is not political. Yeah, I hit the patterns of the day. It's, it's called culture. Culture are a series of repeated events, acceptable behaviors. And let's be honest, what's acceptable behavior in America today, and I'm not saying we haven't had racist past. I'm not saying we haven't treated women. We treated, everybody's treated everybody poorly. Read the book Man's Search for Meaning by Dr. Viktor Frankl. You'll see man's inhumanity, man. It's all everywhere. I don't care what group of people. Each group of people has been hurt, and each group of people is hurt. You know why? Because hurting people hurt people. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. This is where I help you remember when you live your life like it matters. It does. Inside this room, all of my dreams become realities, and some of my realities become dreams. Have a little faith, baby. Have a little faith. Gun and Knife Show, Saturday, January 29th and Sunday the 30th in Fridley. Buy, sell, and trade new and used antique and modern firearms. Gun and Knife Show this weekend at Banquets of Minnesota in Fridley. Please practice social distancing. Go to CrocodileProductionsInc.com for info. You think a lot about your family, your friends, your favorite things to do. But you know what you don't think about? Who's your plumber? Hi, I'm Kayla from Champion Plumbing. And it's okay if the only time you think of us is when something happens. Like your water heater quits on you. At Champion Plumbing, we can usually install a new water heater same day. Who's your plumber? Don't think, just call. Champion Plumbing, online at championplumbing.net. That's championplumbing.net.
Join the Freedom Insider Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join, so visit freedom1570.com today. Just click on Fan Club. Ringing. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.